Welcome back to Health Call Live, where health information is free and the stethoscope is never cold. We're here to answer your questions at 447-1190. Now, back to health and wellness correspondent, Lee Kelso. And I am joined in the studio by Dr. Jared Wegman from Indiana Direct Primary Care. We've met him on the program before, and I asked him to come back today uh, because of something, doctor, you told me in a conversation about new patients. So let me just set the stage here. So the, Dr. Wegman's Indiana Direct Primary Care is a different way of delivering health care. We've talked about this before on the program. Um, no insurance. It is a uh, relationship-based health care. So you're limiting your practice to 500 patients. And uh, I can see you as often as I need, and all services are included under a single monthly fee. So there's the basics. And as part of this, you're seeing patients who come forward and sometimes say, geez, can I be honest with you, Doc? That really surprised me. Tell me more about that. It's really an interesting phenomenon that I've seen uh, in this practice that I didn't necessarily expect. I think um, patients have come in um, under a different guise. They've come in under a different um, understanding of what we do, and I think that allows them to open up a little bit more. I think the traditional healthcare model, where they have you know signs in their office that literally say you can only talk about a few things and you have 15 minutes to talk to the doctor, automatically puts people on edge and they prioritize a little bit and they're not able to fully give everything as far as what's underneath in, 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 uh, their history. Um, and I think the other part of this, too, is that when they come into our office, you know, it's just me uh, oftentimes. They don't have to see the nurse that they have to go through first. And they know that there's not, you know, a few other practitioners in the practice that when they do come back, they may be bouncing between people. So we almost immediately develop a relationship which is different than I've ever seen before. Hmm. So the average appointment length with you, I know, can be whatever I need, right? If I need to, if it takes an hour, it takes an hour. So I, I get it. I'm going to be a little more comfortable and more eager to talk about things. What are people revealing to you after they ask that question? Can I be honest? Anything across the board. Um, to That they're not taking their medications like they're supposed to. Uh, they can't afford their medications. Uh, a lot of things about their social history, whether it be, um, you know, alcohol intake, drug use, previous drug use, um, you know, things about sexuality, things about, um, you know, urinary leakage. You know, there, there are a lot of different things that people don't necessarily want to discuss because they find it, you know, quote unquote, embarrassing. And they'll sure. actually say that, that, you know, oftentimes they'll say, can I be honest with you? And then they hesitate a little bit after I said, of, of course, I want you to be honest with me. That's the best way for us to move forward and me to help you. And they still hesitate. And then I have to go into listen, you know, I've been a doctor for years. I've sat with people. There's not much that you can tell me that I would be surprised. So, and I think that that sets them to a little bit more comfort level because, you know, a lot of people think that a lot of what they're dealing with is, is something that they just deal with. Mm-hmm. And, and almost always, you know, people, their generation or, you know, their, um, in their same situation, deal with the same problems, but people don't talk about it. Yeah. And I w- so let's just walk through some of those. I'm not taking my medications correctly. Tell me why is that so important for you to know the details of? 
Well, it's important to know the details because uh, we may be adding medications. We may be thinking those medications aren't working and having to, you know, switch to a different class of medications. Um, you know, we may be thinking, trying to think outside the box of, you know, what's going wrong here? What else is in your life that's affecting this? So we're going down these rabbit holes of different things when really it's a simple answer. And if people would just be honest about it and say, hey, doc, I'm not taking this medicine because I'm having a side effect. Or, hey, doc, I can't really afford this medicine, so I'm only taking it every other day to stretch it out. Or, hey, you know, when we, talk, we first talked about it, I wasn't fully on board with this, and so I'm just hesitant to do it. Um, and if people will tell me that, then we can talk through it. We can look at other options. We can you know, even sometimes delay the onset to get people comfortable with the idea of taking the medication rather than have them just not take it. Yeah, and I suspect I, I'm one of those guys who's going to come to you and say, you know, I really don't want to be on these medications. What can we do about that? If I have that conversation with the traditional doctor, I know he doesn't have time to sit and talk with me about that. What what can what is in your practice? How does that work? If I tell you, look, I'd really like to thin down the number of medications I'm taking. Does that happen? All the time. So we prioritize essentially those medications into, you know, I split everything in my practice into longevity. What's going to help you live longer? And then lifestyle. So we go through those medications based in those two categories. And then we'll go through medications um, and longevity and, and talk about, okay, well, what benefit are we getting from this? What, what are we going to see from this long term? What kind of side effects are you having from those medications? Um, you know, because ultimately, that may be affecting their lifestyle more than it's affecting their longevity. Hmm. Um, so we try to balance that. And I tell patients all the time, you know, life is a balance. You know, you can live a long time, but if it's a miserable life, is that really helpful. Yeah. And as uh, to that point of having a miserable life, do people open up and talk to you about what's going on with them emotionally, mentally? Yeah, I think we have a good uh, balance of time to be able to venture into that side of it. And oftentimes when we uh, have initial visit, we, we tend to go through the health history completely. And one of those things that we, you know, always check on that box is, you know, how's your mental health? You know, where are you at with this? And people, um, you know, they're kind of taken aback a little bit by that because they're not always asked those questions and they're mm -hmm. not always given the time to give the answers to that question. Mm -hmm. And when we do talk about mental health, we're not just talking about, hey, can we can we chuck you on a medicine, you know, to make you feel better, you know, that sort of thing. We literally talk like you would in a therapist's office. And I tell people all the time, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a trained therapist, I'm not a psychiatrist, but I am a doctor and I'm somebody who can listen. Um, and oftentimes that is interaction there is just great for them because they know that I'm a professional. They know that we have that, um, you know, that one-on-one -on -one relationship. They know that, you know, anything that is in that room doesn't leave that room. It's not, you know, talking to a friend that can gossip somewhere else. Um, so being able to, to, to dive into that and 50% of what we do, and I'm not kidding, it's 50% is people's mental health. Um, because, you know, everything in life is based on, you know, how people are feeling. Um, and so it can affect pain. It can affect, you know, a lot of different health conditions. So if we can combat and, and tackle the mental health issues side of things, um, it, it really rounds out people's care. I'll bet people are very hesitant to talk about dissatisfaction in their relationship or the stress they're feeling at work. And those things certainly do affect your sleep, your stress level. All of that affects many different functions in the body, your hormones and, this, and all the 
all the expression of those hormones in your body and the degree to which those things are, uh, are being released, that's very significant. Right. And I think a lot of times patients don't necessarily understand the biological side effects of it, but they do understand the side of it that affects their life, like you said, from sleep, from stress, um, you know, all those other things. And, um, you know, again, it, it just is becomes a more well-rounded effect. And when you come to the office and you're just you know, hesitant to talk to your doctor about it because you have a limited period of time and they slap a prescription in front of you. And, you know, again, that's that's not the ideal situation. You may need that. It may be part of your, your treatment. But again, mm -hmm. a lot of it's just talking through, trying to figure out what those problems are and, you know, working through it together. Are you, are you the type of guy who pushes back and says, look, you're going to have to work a little harder on this and challenging that patient? Yeah. So we, you know, again, I'm open and honest with patients as well um, from, you know, treatment protocols to, um, you know, things such as, as, as weight. You know, there are a lot of doctors who don't want to talk about patients' weight um, for a number of reasons, I think. One is it takes a lot of time. Two, a lot of doctors aren't necessarily trained in nutrition. Um, and three, when they do bring up weight, there are a lot of people that get very offended um, mm -hmm. from that. So if you don't have that one-on-one -on -one relationship with people, uh, you can't you know, give pushback as easily. But when you start to develop that relationship, people accept that pushback a little bit more to say and take ownership of what's going on because it's, they don't feel like it's a judgment. They don't feel like it's a quick snap decision. They feel like you really care about them. And when they feel like you care about them, because you do, um, you know, they take that criticism and that pushback with, um, you know, just better heart. We're going to talk about uh, being honest with your doctor when it's sexual issues, because that is significant and an area where a lot of people kind of try to hide things. And then also, I want to know more about what are you as a physician, what are your obligations to disclose to insurance companies and to keep matters private? I think those are concerns for patients. And we're going to talk about that as we continue our conversation with honesty with your doctor. Talking to Dr. Jared Wegman from Indiana Direct Primary Care on the Health Call Radio Hour. You're listening to Health Call Live, your regular Saturday morning appointment with healthcare professionals, where treatment is always painless and there's never a copay. Here's your host, health and wellness correspondent Lee Kelso. And I forgot to mention, heading into the break, that uh, Dr. Jared Wegman from Indiana Direct Primary Care is here in the studio with us. If you have a question about something going on in your life, uh, he's here to take your calls. You can ring us at 447-1190-800-333-1190 or shoot a text to 46862, and that question will come to us, and I'll ask Dr. Wegman. So we're talking this half hour about the importance of being totally honest, telling the whole truth when you are meeting with your doctor. Um, what is the fear that the insurance company is somehow going to find out and your coverage levels are going to be changed? That's a real concern for some people. It's a huge concern for some people. They don't want insurance companies to know information about them because they're afraid exactly that they're going to increase their, um, you know, deductibles or their, uh, um, you know, fees that they pay. And so, you know, in a traditional doctor's office, when you do your billing to an insurance company, you have to put diagnosis codes down. And when those diagnosis codes go to the insurance company, that's how they pay those claims out. Now, they don't often get the details, obviously, of that, and they can't really request the details of any specific visit. But when you talk about things um, as such as substance abuse um, or, you know, a lot of the, you know, different... Um, 
you know, diabetes complications, things like that. People are hesitant to really want to talk about a lot of that because, again, they, they're afraid it's going to go and end up costing them more money. Yeah, well, I get that. So I don't know. What is your obligation for privacy? Are you just prohibited from saying anything to anybody about anyone? More or less. I mean, there are some laws essentially, you know, based on mental health as far as, you know, um, you know, let's say somebody has homicidal ideations and they and they threaten someone. You know, those are there are certain laws that um, that we have to follow in regards to protecting those people. Um, outside of that, uh, everything is pretty well protected in our office. You know, the HIPAA um, justification or you know laws and things like that. They um, you know they really prevent us from from going out and talking about anything that's not related um, with anyone else um, unless a patient gives us permission. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that people are always very embarrassed to talk about are sexual related matters. And uh, guys, I I assume we're a little, you know, this whole erectile dysfunction thing has kind of come out of the closet. And so that's a little more out in the open. But I suspect people still don't talk about that much. Why is it important that you know that? A lot of reasons. Um, it, one, it can be tied to mental health pretty significantly, and two, it can be uh, tied to just your general health. You know, why is it happening? Is is the big key for us? Is it because the patient has diabetes and complications? Is it because it has high blood pressure and complications? Is it because we put them on a medicine that is highly likely to cause that? Can we switch that medication? If it's a mental health issue, can we address that? Um, and then, of course, the, you know, this is a lifestyle issue for people, and if if we can help them in that lifestyle category, whether it be from a, a counseling standpoint, whether it be changing medication standpoint, or let's face it, we've got drugs for this now, you mm-hmm. know, and having any uh, stigma regarding that, um, it just shouldn't exist anymore. People should be able to live that life, um, that part of their life, um, the way they want to. And, I, and women are often very hesitant to discuss a, uh, something that's become a significant issue as you age, and that is pain during intercourse. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and again, you know, this is a lifestyle issue for, for them as well and their partnership. And again, a lot of what happens with mental health regarding this, because, you know, sexual activity for people is a very close, intimate encounter. And when you have a partner and you can't share that, you know, a lot of things break down in a relationship. So uh, women often, just like men, some you know, feel guilty for having these type of things. And so they carry that around with them. And they just, it's, you know, quote unquote, embarrassing to talk about. It shouldn't be embarrassing to talk about with your doctor. We're here to help. There's a lot of things that we can adjust and do. There's medications that can be added. There's supplements that can be added to restore um, that function back to a place where it, you know, it not only helps you, but, you know, helps your relationship. Sure. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm assuming, well, we talked about it, drugs, alcohol, that kind of stuff, people being more open to you than you think had been in the case in a traditional practice? Absolutely. I think this has been one of the bigger surprises to me is that people, for whatever reason, the setting that we have um, really feel more comfortable. Again, I think they know that I'm the physician there. They're not going to have to bounce between people. I think our office is just a little bit more comfortable. You know, it is a traditional doctor's office, but the way we've set it up just is more homey, um, so to speak. Um, and then again, I think not taking the insurance, not having that sort of factor sitting behind there. Uh, there's just a lot of different reasons why I could conjecture why that happens. But what I do know is, you know, I've been in traditional practice for years and, you know, I've had a number of patients, I can't count how many, on the first visit, the first time I see them say, 
can I be honest with you? Hmm. Is there... Um, is there something about knowing how much someone drinks that it changes the way you care for them or if they use marijuana or other medications or other drugs? Does that change something in the way that you're going to treat them or put or help them through that problem? It can because, <clears throat> excuse me, if people are drinking a lot of alcohol and they have high blood pressure, um, if they have trouble sleeping, um, things like that, you know, we can focus on those things rather than treating them with, you know, different medications and things. Um, we can focus on that lifestyle issue and tell them, you know, hey, we're not ever going to get control of this if we don't control this use. Um, drug use, things like that, no judgment. But, you know, when we prescribe other medications, it's important for us to know that because there's a lot of interactions that can happen. There are a lot of, you know, bad things um, that can happen when you put people on, you know, let's you know, for instance, a beta blocker and they use cocaine, you know, that can really, you know, put people at risk for, you know, heart attacks. Um, and so we don't want to do those sort of things. So just being honest about, you know, what you're doing, it helps us kind of guide your care. It helps us not go down the rabbit holes of treating different problems when really the problem is, you know, hey, you know, cut back the alcohol use a little bit and you'll find that a lot of things are going to get better without other treatments. You know, it's interesting you mentioned weight loss and something that physicians are often hesitant to discuss. The AMA recently, the American Medical Association, recently offered guidance to physicians and saying you do need to talk about weight loss with your patients. Um, what do you do differently in your practice around weight loss? So one of the first things we do is we have a gym associated with our practice and we have a personal trainer there. And when we talk about people and interact with people, they know that it exists there and that that's part of our practice. So it's not a surprise to them a lot of times that we talk about weight. Um, patient, I had a patient yesterday tell me, you know, I, you're the first doctor that's brought up weight to me in years. Hmm. Um, and she says, I just don't understand why people don't bring it up. And, you know, we went through that process of maybe not enough time of, the, of these other things. And she goes, you know, I don't know why doctors don't tell me I'm fat. I know I'm fat. And she, she told me, she's like, I know I need to lose weight. I want my doctor to help me. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that just doesn't come up because, again, she's got her three problems. She's got her 15 minutes, and that just isn't one of them. So what can you do to help? A lot of different things. Um, a lot of times what we do is we review, again, their medications to see, you know, what, what are in those medications maybe helping them gain weight. Uh, we review their supplements. We review their diet, which is huge. Um, and then we have them meet with our personal trainer nutritionist and they go to the gym. They look at, you know, what can we do from a workout you know, side? It doesn't mean you have to spend two hours in the gym six days a week. You know, oftentimes it's, you know, can you walk 30 minutes three times a day for the first go? When you change your diet, it's not, you know, eating kale and chicken breasts and, um, you know, fish. It's, you know, what can we do in your diet? I had one patient that came in and we talked about his caffeine use as part of his social history. He was drinking eight Mountain Dews a day. Wow. And not only is that a significant amount of caffeine, but that's a significant amount of calories. Yeah, no kidding. So just being able to say, look, you know, I know this is a habit of yours. It's going to take a while to break this, but let's cut down two of those. You cut down two of those, that's almost 300 calories a day immediately. Well, uh, our time has gone again. It goes so fast when you're here. If you are in a situation where you would like to have a health professional, a physician, who is really a partner and a coach in your health, uh, you might can give... Give some consideration to Indiana Direct Primary Care. You'll find Dr. Jared Wegman at indianadirectprimarycare.com. A unique kind of practice that I'm, I'm really interested in. Love following the progress of the practice and how it's growing. I'll tell you, you have... Uh, um, 
20, you, you are limiting yourself to 500 total patients. So uh, if it's, this is the type of care that you're interested in, I think it's time to take action and at least have a meeting and, and get with Dr. Wegman and see, is it a good fit? Is it right for you? We'll find out. Doctor, thank you for coming. Thanks again. Great to have you here. Remember, you can always catch us on the podcast. Just look, uh, go to the WoWo website, look for On Demand, and you'll find the podcast page there or on all the major services. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Health Call Live. Watch a recording of today's program on the Health Call Facebook page or on the web at www.healthcall.live. Drop us a line to recommend a guest or suggest a topic for a future broadcast. Join us next Saturday at 9 a.m. for another edition of Health Call Live on WoWo 1190 a.m. and 107.5 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media.